Welcome, it's indisputable. I'm your host, Rashad Richard, good to be with you. We got a lot on the agenda. Breaking down news of the day, we got Yasmin Khan, host, Global Thread Podcast, Rebel HQ contributor, going to be quite fascinating. Also, in the bullpen, my debate segment, Addison Hosner, talking about the Don't Say Gay Bill and parental rights in education. Primarily, we will focus on the state of Florida. First story of the day. I know you're tired of talking about it, so am I. However, Jada Pinkett Smith has actually addressed the slap heard around the world in the opening of her show, Red Table Talk. I told you this would happen, okay? So let me give you some background to this. Let's put up the new promo for the fifth season. There it is, all right? Jada Pinkett Smith's Red Table Talk has returned for its fifth season. And it referenced Will Smith's Oscars slap right off the bat, okay? Considering all that has happened, it says in the opener, in the last few weeks, the Smith family has been focused on deep healing. A title card stated at the beginning of the episode, which was released on Facebook Watch on Wednesday. According to the New York Post, it continued to say, and I quote, some of the discoveries around our healing will be shared at the table when the time calls. The message further read, until then, the table will continue offering itself to powerful, inspiring and healing testimonies like that of our incredibly impressive first guest goes on to talk about that. The episode then cut to a pre-taped segment featuring Pinkett Smith, her daughter Willow and her mother Adrian Banfield Norris. The episode was purportedly taped before the Oscars debacle, okay? So the show made no further reference to Smith's assault on actor Chris Rock, who took, which took place at the Oscars in March. Now, I've broken this down already. I will give you a quick summary. Will Smith was not protecting his wife Jada. He did this out of ego, out of some perverted sense of what he needed to do in that moment because of whatever he's going through in his own personal life. I do agree with the sentiment that black women and women in color by extension are not supported and protected as they should be. This situation with Will Smith has nothing to do with that narrative. Let's not conflate the two. In addition to that, once again, this is Hollywood's fascination with status. The reason why Will Smith was allowed to do this and sit back down and still enjoy the ceremony and nobody escorted him out is because he enjoys a certain type of status. And all of a sudden his status causes us to try to contextualize things in a different way and make excuses for what has no excuse. But I guarantee you if Chris Rock would have slapped Will Smith, the narrative would be quite different. Why? Because Chris Rock has a different status in Hollywood, proving the point that status is the fascination of those in that culture. But there's a deeper sentiment here expressed by Will Smith in his own book. In his book, Will Smith writes that he felt jealous of who? Tupac's fearless passion and militant morality, which he would compare to his own inability to stand up to his father. As a result, Will writes, he felt insecure and cowardly against the late rapper. Tupac has been dead for a minute, okay? All right, speaking to US Weekly, a source revealed that the couple had an in-depth conversation about the incident. And they both agreed that Will Smith 
should not have gotten physical with the comedian, especially on a public platform such as the Oscar Awards. Source also said it was in the heat of the moment and it was him overreacting. He knows that she knows that they're in agreement, he overreacted. The source also expressed to the publication that Jada is not the kind of woman who needs protecting because she is a strong woman who knows how to defend and protect herself in any situation. All right, well, listen, good for her. I'm glad that she knows how to do so. This is going to obviously be something that people will watch for. I do believe that Jada is very brilliant and she knows how to market this. And definitely this will be an anticipation and many people, record numbers of people will watch her red table discussions. Is this not part of the reason why we're here in the first place? This, okay, let me just say this. I know more about the Smith family than I probably know about my own. All right, thoughts. I got thoughts, man. Uh, You know, this is a story I remember. I did not watch the Oscars and when it happened, I woke up in the middle of the night, checked my phone, saw all this stuff about Will Smith slapping Chris Chris Rock. And I just thought, you know, the world is different now. Things are different now that this has happened. And ever since then, nonstop hot takes on both sides of whatever aisle we're even talking about anymore. But one of the things that always stood out to me about this, obviously they're milking it for publicity. We could have, you know, everybody knew that was going to happen. But the problem that I have with a lot of this is that, you know, she has a show on Facebook. She has her red table talk. We're in the fifth season of it now. Both her and her husband have very, very public platform as well as their kids. Not everything needs to be out in the public domain, right? It's like what you were saying. I know so much more about this family than I've ever cared to know, right? Just been in my face for whatever reason. I've, I know so much about these people yep. and I didn't ask for any of it. And sometimes it really is okay if you're dealing with something in your marriage, in your own life, with your family, whatever, with Tupac. You deal with that on your own. I don't need to hear about it, right? And then you get these very public outbursts of things, and then all of a sudden people want an explanation, and now you have a season, another season of your show <laughs> on which to talk about it. That's that is so yeah. that is so accurate, right? So I have a prediction. I actually think Jada is going to divorce Will Smith and marry Tupac's hologram. That's what I think <laughs> is going to end up happening. That's uh, the and, dream, yeah. Right, exactly. I'm I'm going to say this. Listen, I'm not married yet, but when I do get married. We're not doing red table stuff. We better talk at this kitchen table. Okay, that's how we will handle internal family conflict here. Sad story. The police, (laughs) you gotta laugh not to cry. The police are hiring police that are wanted for homicide. Person of interest, a spokesperson for the department confirmed the official's identity as Dana Hayes and said he was hired on April 11. April 11. Hayes is listed in the city's gun offender registry. Now, this is important because that registry is easily traceable. You can track it, which tracks residents who've been convicted of at least one gun related offense, okay? According to the city's open Baltimore data portal. Open portal, no secret access, no secret information, open portal. 
Hayes, 37, was arrested on multiple gun violations in 2018. Hayes reportedly was also charged with domestic violence in 2010. The commissioner told the press, and I quote, the HR department did a background investigation and it was missed. We're correcting that as we speak, and that has been corrected. Let's put up a picture of the commissioner. All right, the commissioner said HR did a background check and it was simply missed. We're correcting that as we speak. I have a question. You mean to tell me that your HR department at the police department did not catch that he had multiple convictions? That he, in fact, was on the gun registry, which is an open source portal? Okay. All right. Um, let's go to the mayor, Brandon M. Scott. Brandon Scott. His office issued a statement that said the mayor had asked, uh, the mayor has now asked for a review of the department's civilian hiring practices. You don't say. Uh, the quote is upon learning of a systems failure in the civilian hiring process at the Baltimore Police Department yesterday, Mayor Scott has directed Baltimore City Chief Human Capital Officer Quentin Herbert to perform a comprehensive review of BPD civilian hiring practices and submit recommendations to improve their policies and procedures. Mayor Scott is committed to reforming HR practices throughout the city to ensure we hire only eligible and qualified candidates to fill these critical positions in city government. Um, now, does this make sense to anybody? Uh, not only is the person a person of interest for a homicide, they have multiple arrests that never came up with the background check. They're on the gun offender registry, which anybody can get access to. You and I can actually get access to that registry. And HR never was able to find it, even though they conducted a background check. This makes zero sense, none, okay? Here's the other part, who in the hell would have the audacity to apply for such a position at the police department, knowing that they have all of these offenses plus a gun offense on their record, unless they know somebody. That is the only way. Listen, obviously, I'm making a conclusion based on circumstantial evidence, right? But who applies for this job, gets every break known to man, gets the position, knowing about their background? Who does that except for a person who has an inside connection? All right. Okay. Uh, Yasmin, thoughts on this? Uh, yeah. So, whenever you see something like this, like let's give them the benefit of the doubt and say that this all was just a misunderstanding in the HR department, which is a really silly excuse that they're giving, but let's go with that for a second. This is just exemplifies the issue that so many activists, social justice people, champions, whoever you want to call it, politicians even or candidates, this is the problem that we're up against, right? You have individual people who are fighting for certain things, but we're up against systems and institutions, all these things that are in place to fight against us. It's like the protester versus a wrecking ball. It's not a fair fight, right? 
So when you talk about dismantling these systems, people get very offended or they get they take it personally for some reason. It's like nobody's saying that, you know, law enforcement itself in and of itself, bar none, it, it, but that's a problem. It's the way that it's being done. It's the systems that are being, you know, that are upholding these people who are giving a guy who's been convicted of something access to a police department. So it, it's just, it speaks to the bigger problem of, you know, we're expected to do so much, but there's all these things working against us. So how can we possibly make any kind of moves anywhere? Yeah. It's very frustrating. Yeah, extremely. Okay, um, breaking story, Mike Tyson punches a drunk passenger on an airplane over and over again. Here's the video. Hey, hey Mike, Mike, hey, come on, let's go stop back. This is the worst, man. Now you may be wondering, well, how did this start? What set Mike Tyson off? Here it is. This is George talking to Mike Tyson, bro. This is crazy, bro, Mike Tyson. Dog done got lit, man. He over here rapping with Tyson. Mike Tyson trying to give us some shrooms. <laughs> you don't know how to act. Tyson looking out, man. Crazy. He should have never gave you money. Peasants. They're peasants. <laughs> I don't mind. Uh. Jet Blue, Mint Flight. My boy just got beat up by Mike Tyson. Turn that way. Yeah, he got fed up. Just trying to ask for an autograph, man. I don't know what happened. Let's put up the picture. Okay. I do not condone violence. But that is the picture of play stupid games and win stupid prizes. According to TMZ Sports, the incident all went down around 10.30 p.m. 10.30 p.m. Pacific time as Tyson was slated to fly out of San Fran International Airport to Florida. TMZ Sports was told Tyson had enough of the guy behind him talking in his ear. He told him to chill. When the guy did not, that's when the witnesses said Tyson started to throw several punches at the man's face. TMZ was also told the man who was punched received medical attention and then went to the police over the incident. TMZ Sports reached out to the cops for comment, but no comment so far, no word back yet. TMZ Sports also reached out to JetBlue. JetBlue has been busy this week. And Tyson's camp for comment on the incident as well, but no word back yet there either. Okay, all right, I know, I know. All right, let's, everybody calm down, everybody calm down, all right? Mike Tyson should not hit people that annoy him. That goes for anybody, all right? Okay, but I gotta say this, if you're going to play with Mike Tyson like that, you are playing with your own life. This is a bad health decision here. This can be bad for your health. So look at it this way, ladies and gentlemen. This moment, and unfortunately somebody had to be on the receiving end of it. This moment is going 
This serves as a public service announcement. Mike Tyson may have a criminal penalty here. I would expect that something is going to happen beyond just that moment. Unless the guy's unwilling to press charges, doesn't sound like he's willing to let it go. He's the one that went to the police. And in the back of my head, and this is just a transparent moment, I said, I knew that was going to happen one day. I just felt all of the jokes that people have made about about Mike Tyson. And I said, you know, one day Mike Tyson may actually fight a regular person. All right. You asked me thoughts. Yeah, uh, this story is—it's—it's it's funny to me. It shouldn't, maybe it shouldn't be. I can't decide if it's a commentary on celebrity culture and worshiping celebrities and just a sense of entitlement that I can do whatever I want to this other human being and nothing will happen to me because the law is on my side or whatever. So I can act the way that this man was acting towards somebody like Mike Tyson, who we know is literally a fighter, gets paid to fight, one of the best fighters in the world, and you know he still is coming out. Like he's a victim in this situation, and technically he is, but and it, it's hard because you don't want to get into the realm of victim blaming either, right? So who's right, who's wrong, and who has to eat that penalty? You know, and we were just talking about when Will Smith when he hit Chris Rock at the Oscars, and that was a big deal because everyone was like, "Well, he trained as a boxer to play Muhammad Ali. This is an actual boxer." You know, don't upset these people. And then on top of that, there's the other issue of just general mental health and you can only push people so far. There's only so much that people, celebrities or just regular people in general, we've all been under a lot of stress lately. We're not making it easier on each other. Just be nicer to people because we all need it right now, it seems yeah. like. And, yeah. I, and I will say this about Mike Tyson, he, he's, he has been so authentic and transparent about his own mental health he um, issues yeah. uh, that he's you know sought help. It's been an ebb and flow for him. He's more good than bad now, um, as far as his health, uh, mental health is, is concerned. But but he he wears it in front of him. He lets you know up front, these are the problems that I have, uh, and these are the things I have missed out on in life because of these issues that I'm trying to get help for now today. So we'll see what happens. All right, we got more on the other side. It's indisputable. Stick and stay. What's happening? Welcome back. We got a lot of show left. I will read some of these comments before I get to the comments. Let me remind everybody. All right. Today is the last day to vote for the damage report on the Webby Awards. Let's make sure we do that. Let's do it big, okay? The damage report has been nominated for a Webby Award in the video news and politics category. Be sure to head over to tyt.com forward slash vote or vote.webbyawards.com. And cast your vote. With your help, we can win this thing. Once you vote it, share it on social media. All right. So make sure all of that happens. Um, food for thought trivia. You guys have been awesome, and we hope you're just excited, just as excited for the weekly food for thought trivia, where TYT members on tyt.com, Android, YouTube, other places have a chance of winning a hundred dollar gift card to spend. At Blue Apron from TYT. Many people on our team have used meal kit products like this, and we hope you'll find great use for it too. It's like we're cooking together. Take this opportunity to give yourselves a break, feed your appetite, and let's share in the experience as a TYT family. All right, here's some of the comments. Uh, I am Sock says, 
But are we 100% certain Tupac is dead? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, we, we went through that. Now, damn it, I thought he was still alive too. Okay. Did you hear that last album, Machiavelli? I thought those were hints. Urban Hermit. Those were Tyson slaps. He would not be sitting if punched. I, I I agree actually. I think if Tyson actually punched the guy, uh, he would be dead. Okay, uh, I agree. I think Tyson did hold back. Vitingale, uh making money off someone else's assault? Question mark. Uh, talk about Jada Pinkett. E, e Mega, what? I can't be a murderer and be a police administrator. I thought this was America. <laughs> You're violating my civil rights here, okay? I'm innocent of the proven guilty. Just because I'm on investigation for murder does not mean I cannot work for the police. Uh, Vic Wicked, I had a friend who didn't get hired uh, in the CHP tech department due to a juvenile arrest. So this don't make sense, it doesn't. Unless, as I said, you know somebody on the inside pulling the strings for you. All right, burn to the Kiwi Dragon. Uh, this pipsqueak is the sort who would climb into a lion's pen, tug the lion's whiskers, uh, and think he's funny. He's lucky his ears were still whole. <laughs> yeah, y'all remember that? Yeah, I remember that too. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I wish you Karen would. You wanna call the police on him for having a barbecue on a and Sunday? You're gonna feel free, back off! I'm going to tell them there's an African American man threatening my life. Erica? So why do you park in handicapped spots? Are you handicapped? No. Well, what makes you so special that you can park in a handicapped spot? Record me, I'll break You're on. Why? What makes you so special? What makes you so special? What makes you so special? You can park in a handicapped my car. What makes special? What makes you so special? What makes you so special that you can park in a handicapped spot? You think you're hot? You think you're makes, hot I, I'm taking this to the police. Good for you. You assaulted Good me. For you. you assaulted me. Now things like this really boil my blood. Now anyone who knows me personally, you know exactly how I feel about people who do things like that. The Karenicity in this one runs deep. Let me be very clear about the access as it relates to parking and other conveniences we have as a country established for those who are handicapped or disabled, okay? In the 40s and 50s, American citizens lobbied, advocated. They said this country is not fair to us because we don't have access to certain establishments and we should. In the 60s, after working for decades, they got some policy, some federal statutes passed to protect them, to provide access, okay? They worked hard for that. That was intentional and they continue to work hard. 
So now that we have some level of humanity as it relates to individuals who may utilize these opportunities for special access into facilities. People like her, people like her would prefer to one, be adversarial to the notion of why that's needed. But when you're caught, right, this is the part where I say you are not decent, madam. When you are caught doing it, and a lot of decent people have been caught doing it. When you're caught doing it, instead of recognizing you for you, instead of saying you are correct, you are right, I'm sorry. Or at least being ashamed of what you've done. You decide to physically attack the individual who has brought a mirror to your action. Well, we are mirror too, as I say, as I say all the time, indisputable. We create a mirror not only for reflection, but also for correction. This action was wrong of this Karen. Yasmin, thoughts on this? Yeah, you know, at the end when he said, "Oh, I'm going to take this to the police," and she's like, "Good for you, do what you want, whatever." She was not worried about it at all, right? Yeah. And it reminded me of my cousin's kid, and she's like four, right? And she was taught, you know, follow the rules, do all the right things, do what you're supposed to do, and she does it. But then when she goes to school and she sees all these other kids not following the rules, she like literally she can't understand why nothing is happening to them, mm. and it's like, oh. That's a life lesson that you're gonna have to get used to. Some people can get away with breaking a lot of rules and nothing happens to them, other people cannot. And yep. that's what I saw in this clip. Yep, you're right. And that's yeah. because of the atmosphere that has been around this particular Karen. All right, I got something for you, double dose. You wanna call the police on them for having a barbecue on a and Sunday? You're gonna feel right, back off. I'm gonna tell them there's an African American man threatening my life. I'm sorry, what's the issue that you're having? The issue is that your fire is right below our windows. And, and, it's blowing and, up. and, okay. you're not pouring that water on our fire. Ladies. I'm going to. Really? You're going to go down. The fire pit is right here. Listen, lady, that. The fire pit is not there, ma'am. Okay, first of all, who are you to say where we light our fire? Is this on your property, lady? Yeah, this is not even close on your property, so back up. So back up, <laughs> but she did not, as most Karens never back up. There's more video. Uh, now the son uh, of this family is the one recording and now engages with the Karen further, and this is what happens. Excuse me. I said back up. Awesome. Get up here. Get up here. This is not even close on your property. It doesn't matter whether it's close on our property. Okay, so do, you, do you have any clue how the smoke blows up into our windows? I really don't care. Close your windows. Okay. I mean, damn. Once again, I do not condone violence. All right, I got to say that for TV. Here's the thing. Uh, yeah, you should have just closed your window. If it's that problematic, close the window. Uh, so she came with uh, what a pail of water, um, decided to take matters into her own hands uh, and exhibit the Karenicity. And then there was a reaction to her behavior. Uh, Yasmin, thoughts on this? 
Yeah, so I'm watching this and I'm thinking, you know, the difference between a Karen and just a regular person is that Karen's just they just don't think that they ever need to be inconvenienced or feel annoyed without getting some kind of like government or law enforcement involved, you know? Like there's a kid next door to me and he plays basketball all day long and I just have to listen to it, you know? Like that's not worth me going over there and be like, "Oh, stop playing basketball." You know, like you just deal with things. People are going to annoy you. Just move on. Move on with your life and close your window. That's it. There it is. That's great it. advice, all right? We try to help Karen's over here. <laughs> um, if they listen to us, we would have no segment. Okay, we got more. It's indisputable. Stick and stay. All right, welcome back. We got a lot of show left. Let me read some of these amazing comments. I will read as many as I can. Okay, um, Shakata uh, Ganai Beer Dragon says, "I have a disabled veteran parking sticker." I never use it because there are people in worse shape than me that need that space. Just because I can do it doesn't mean I should. But big ups to you and also thank you for your service. All right, Wellington Smith, a special place in hell for people who still wheelchair parking. I agree, I agree. Karen gets anger over beach campfire. He told her back up, <laughs> he did. That's, that's the, it always works the opposite when you tell a Karen to back up, all right? Um, Thomas Anakin. Uh, we live in a society. That's right. We live in a society. That's correct. Great observation. Okay. Uh, the worst wife in the world, uh, Jenny Thomas, strikes again. All right. So not only does she <clears throat> secretly go to a terrorist event when her husband is a whole damn Supreme Court justice, uh, not only is she involved in trying to get an election overturned through illegal methodologies. Um, she also tried to influence other people as well. New information is out. Okay, let's get to it. Put up Connie Hare. Let's put a picture up. In a new development to the Jenny Thomas saga, she texted a friend whose boss tried to get Trump election challenges all the way to the US Supreme Court. What? Isn't that where her husband works? Yes. That's where her hubby works. All right, Mark Meadows wasn't Thomas's only texting buddy. She was also communicating with none other than Connie Hare, the chief of staff to Representative Goldman out of Texas, who signed on to two failed legal efforts to challenge the results, one of which could have ended up before her husband. And they tried in the US Supreme Court, okay? Thomas and Hare reportedly have a years long friendship including attending social outings, at which Clarence Thomas was also present. Their text exchanges, which Jenny shared with Meadows, demonstrated the fervor she had in subverting the 2020 election on discredited theories of massive voter fraud. Now, we've already talked about Jenny Thomas being involved in the cult back in the day. She's involved in the cult today as well, it's called the Trump cult. She texted Meadows, chief of staff at the time, things like, you gotta do this for God. All right, that's cult-like language. That's cult-like behavior, right? To overturn democracy because you feel like God is telling you and people around you to do it. So I don't think she ever left the cult <coughs> at all. And according to at least one conservative who knows the family, the Clarence Thomas family, all right? He says that, 
Jenny does not talk to her husband about these things, right? So you mean to tell me that she talks to everybody else but her husband? That she is she is engaged in inappropriate conversations to overthrow an election with everybody else except her husband? And it's just a coincidence, coincidence that her husband was the only Supreme Court justice that voted in the dissent as it relates to a case involving January 6th, the January 6th investigative committee. Just a coincidence. Let's go to the two text messages from Hare. It read, was on a call with the Trump campaign manager and legal folks for a briefing this morning. We are seeing this through to the end of the court count battle. Hare posted on November 7th, four days after the election. And on November 21st, Hare posted massive amounts of voter fraud in big cities throughout the contested states. All lies, by the way. But she's texting this, right? The Supreme Court ultimately decided not to take up the lawsuit against then Vice President Mike Pence or a Texas case the lawmakers supported against states Trump lost. Thomas's newly reported exchanges with Hare are amplifying calls for Justice Thomas to recuse himself from any election or insurrection related matters that might come before the court. Seems like the noble damn thing to do, right? I guarantee you if Thomas, if Clarence Thomas was a left leaning justice, they would have impeached him by now. He would have been impeached, okay? Democrats, Democrats in DC in particular are doing a horrible job messaging this against Republicans, holding them to the accountability factor as they should be. So obviously, you're not going to get Republicans to do a damn thing about this. They're not going to say anything about it. But Democrats at the highest level of our government and political narrative in this country have failed to approach this adequately, appropriately, all right? Okay, um, Stephen Gillers of the NYU School of Law is one of those calling for Thomas to recuse himself. Gillers told CNN, and I quote, Mrs. Thomas has a First Amendment right to speak publicly and forcefully on issues that might come before the Supreme Court without thereby forcing recusal of her husband. But in the current situation, her interests are caught up in cases that could come before the court. There lies the rub, right? There it is right there. Not only a professor, is she involved in cases that could come before the court? She has been involved in cases that have come before the court. She was connected to Citizens United. She has spoken at functions and rallies and actually took paychecks from conservative organizations that filed lawsuits that actually went before the United States Supreme Court. And he did not recuse himself then, and he's not going to recuse himself now. Yasmin, thoughts on this? Yeah, I was laughing earlier when you were talking about their marriage and like, what do they just not talk to each other? Because it reminded me of Mr. and Mrs. Smith, which is <laughs> like it's it's quite a compliment to compare them to Brad Smith, Brad Pitt, and Angelina yeah. Jolie. But um, you know, when you talk about cult-like behavior, right? One of the things about cults and people who are prone to getting into cults is that they kind of have to go all in on belief, on faith, right? There's no other option. Otherwise, you wouldn't buy anything that the cult is, is selling you. That's right. But we were talking a little bit in the break about, you know, I tend to give people the benefit of the doubt. Like, surely you know what you're doing, right? 
sometimes they don't. Sometimes they really do believe the things that they're saying. And it's not all just a political stunt. And I think what we're seeing from a lot of these text messages that are coming out specifically from Ginny Thomas is that she really does believe that what she's doing is the work of God or whatever she thinks she's doing, I don't really know. Yeah, and I think Clarence Thomas believes just like her. I think both of them are part of their own cult. I think he's also part of the Trump cult as well. And I think he's good at hiding it because of his profession. But that is why he refuses to recuse himself from cases that he should. I mean, nobility would say recuse yourself of these cases. He won't do it, all right? He's risking his entire professional career to file a dissent that won't make a difference. That's once again, a cult-like behavior. You're risking your entire career to file a dissent that will not overturn the conclusion of a case. All right, um, the Flash back in jail again. All right, let's put his picture up full throttle. This is quite interesting, it's a fascinating story. A lot of twists and turns. The Flash and Fantastic Beasts actor Ezra Miller has again been arrested by Hawaii County Police, this time on suspicion of assaulting a woman at a house party. Let me give you some background. On April 19, 2022, the 29-year-old actor was arrested for second-degree assault after an incident at a residence. Ezra Miller became irate after being asked to leave a private get-together and reportedly threw a chair striking a 26 year old female on the forehead, resulting in a half inch cut. He was released hours later. After the arrest, after the arrest, Ezra attended another gathering. Let's go to the video. Okay, all right. So he's literally at another gathering. And his picture is on the TV, his mugshot, while he's at the other gathering. All right, uh, this is the second arrest in less than a month. Uh, let's put up the other mugshot. Okay, uh, in March, it was March 28th, Miller was arrested at a bar after lashing out at fellow patrons. According to police, the actor was yelling obscenities and becoming agitated when people began singing karaoke, all right? The actor was later released after posting a $500 bail. The next day, March 29th, the couple filed a restraining order against Miller after they posted his bail for him. Do you hear me? Yeah, they posted the bail and needed a restraining order. According to court documents obtained by Rolling Stone, the couple claimed Miller burst into their bedroom and said, I will burn you and your slut wife. Miller is also accused of stealing a passport and a wallet that included a social security card, driver's license, bank cards. The restraining order was dropped on April 12th, all right? Prior to this, back in 2020, Miller was caught on video allegedly choking a woman on the street. Here it is. Did you want to fight? Is that the deal? Well, bro, 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 bro. Did you want to fight? Is that the Okay, coward. In terms of his career, what do you think is happening with his career? Warner Brothers executives have reportedly paused future projects involving the actor who has already filmed the upcoming DC Comics film, The Flash. But that's really about it, all right? That's about it. You have all of this happening and they're saying, 
Well, um, we're, we're just going to pause. What is the pause about? The pause means they're not stopping. That's what that means. Pause means uh, they're going to wait until the media stops talking about it. We, we really don't care that he's going around victimizing individuals. We don't care that he's going around being adversarial in his conduct and literally torturing people. We don't care, no, no, we don't care about that. We care about this money, okay? We care about this money and we're gonna pause. And then when you all are looking the other way, we're gonna bring him back because he has a certain privilege. I guarantee you, if this was a black male actor with all of these back to back to back to back criminal charges and criminal issues caught on camera, do you think the WB will say, we're just going to, you know, Pause a moment, let's all pray about this. That would not be their conclusion, that would not be their sentiment. Once again, Hollywood's fascination with status and privilege at play here. All right, Yasmin, thoughts on this? Yeah, yeah, the celebrity thing is a problem, but you're absolutely right in what you were talking about. It doesn't matter what was actually done. It doesn't matter that they, you know, this person probably shouldn't be working in this environment with all this celebrity around him because he needs some kind of help, maybe. I don't, I don't know. But the fact that he hasn't been cut from the Harry Potter franchise is one thing. The fact that Warner Brothers is only taking a pause and they're also dealing with issues with Amber Heard, so they're not having a great time right now. Um, it's all about the money, that's all it really comes down to. But whenever you look at big institutions like Warner Brothers, for example, not doing anything whenever they're presented with the opportunity to do something, what happens over time is whatever culture you built your company on, it becomes eroded over time, right? To the point where it's all about money, you don't stand for anything. And within the organization, it becomes increasingly more toxic over time. Yeah. So all these things should really be stamped out when they're presented. You shouldn't wait for it to move past the news cycle. I mean, we see that used as a tactic all the time, you know, just waiting for things to pass. Say, oh, now is not the time. Now is the time for prayers. Now is the time to grieve. We'll do something about it later. And then later, inevitably, everybody moves on with their lives. They forget about it, or it's not as pressing of a matter. So, yeah. or worse, something very bad happens, right? He, he yeah. gets involved in something that you cannot simply, you cannot simply pay money to get rid of. Let's yeah. put his picture up again, because I hope somebody gets this segment to him. Let's put his uh, picture up, all right? I wanna say this uh, to Ezra Miller, because probably nobody else is gonna talk to you this way. If you keep doing this young man, somebody's gonna kick your ass. And when they kick your ass, you may be in a position where you can't recover. Going around assaulting individuals, grabbing women by the throat can get you hurt in this society. They are going to keep paying you money because you make them money. They don't give a damn about your life. They don't give a damn about you. They give a damn about what you bring them. You are out of control. Your privilege has given you the audacity to believe you live in a society that bends to your will. But young man, you may meet the Mike Tyson of your journey at some point. Newsmax, ultra conservative media outlet, they thought Ben Shapiro was a black conservative. And they also decided to put up a picture, a panel that included Herman Cain, a black conservative who's been dead since 2020. Here it is. Meet a black conservative. 
They're out there, but they're shunned because boy, oh boy, what they have to say. And the late Herman Cain, and of course Ben Shapiro, not black, but one of the one of the heroes of uh, of the movement. This really disrupts the narrative. And that's why they are marginalized, and they shouldn't be. They should be celebrated and listened to. I put up that put up that damn screenshot, man. Put it up, man. Newsmax showed a picture in a story about black conservatives exist. They showed a panel of Ben Shapiro and a man who has been dead since 2020. <laughs> the irony cannot be more pronounced here, okay? They were literally doing a story about how finding black conservatives is not a hard thing to do. They are out there and they are strong and we could not find four of them on our show. <laughs> All right. Um, Finding black conservatives is not that hard. There are current and former legislators in uh, Tim Scott, Alan West, Byron Donalds, Mia Love. Uh, let's put them up. Yeah, all of them are actually black conservatives. I mean, damn. We at Indisputable, we found four actual living non-zombie black conservatives. Newsmax could not. Not outraged enough? Well. How about black conservatives that will say anything like Candace Owens, Herschel Walker, or Diamond and Silk? I mean, you could have you could have used that slate Newsmax. Uh, we got them for days here. All right, Yasmin. You know the host tried to clean it up in the middle of him realizing, well, all oh, damn, uh, mm-hmm. two out of four, not bad though. Ben Shapiro, the ally for the black conservative movement, right. you know, the, the quintessential ally. But I, it is funny. I mean, yeah, like Diamond and Silk, weren't they? There, a lot of them are contributors on Fox News. Just go yeah. grab some of them. Like they're perfect examples. They exist, they're out there. Maybe they're not as vocal. Maybe they're not as well liked by their own communities as, you know, Newsmax would like. Well, I guess that was the point of their story, right? Is that they're, they're kind of pariahs within their own community. I don't know what the overall point of the story was, though. Because right now, especially a lot of minority populations, including the black population in the United States, they're kind of the Democrats need to work a little harder to get them on board, right? Yeah. And so the presence of black conservatives on the conservative side, they probably should be kind of catering to them a little bit better because the Democrats are not doing so as well as they could be or Agreed. should be, right? That's right. Yeah, so this is just, it's, it's a missed opportunity. It's a weird angle to take in the story and yeah. um, both sides need to be, do better to address minority populations, not just the Democrats, Republicans also should. Agreed 100% and I say this all the time. Because conservatives really don't give a damn about addressing black issues, here's what happens, black folk, and I can talk like this because I'm black. Black folk, we're in this position where we're advocating for Democrats to do the right thing by way of policy as it relates to black communities across America. And then black conservatives, they do nothing as far as policy is concerned to move the needle in the conservative movement. And this story from Newsmax shows the care or the lack thereof. They put behind even doing a segment or a story about black conservatives, which at the end of the day means black folks typically 
we are voting for a Democrat who may be 50% with us because the Republican is zero, right? That's not a win for us. Okay, uh, Yasmin, always a pleasure uh, to have you on the program. Tell people how they can follow you and check out your great work. Yeah, thanks for having me. So um, you can check out my videos on Rebel HQ over on the Rebel HQ YouTube channel. Also, my podcast is coming back very soon. We're um, getting some things worked out before next season launches. So hopefully in about a week or two, I'll have new episodes out. My Instagram is Yaz K Y A Z Z Z Z Z K five Z's. That's really That's beautiful. Me. I'm looking forward to the podcast coming back. Thank you for all you Thank do. You. Thank you. Let me read some of these amazing comments. All right, uh, uh, eyes wide open. Jess, how many top people had something to do with January 6th? This is insane, exactly. Um, Shade Dragon, tried contacting Herman Cain, but my Ouija board wasn't picking him up. You know, somebody need to <laughs> news max, news max, news max. Yeah, <laughs> Maple Leaf Dragon, Ben Shapiro is kind of a black sheep on social media. Uh, does that count? Uh, I think this is Scheisser. Uh, ben Shapiro doesn't see color. That's why he's a black hero. Remember, take care of yourself, take care of each other, take care of the planet. Remember, the truth is always indisputable. Welcome to Indisputable. I'm your host, Dr. Rashad Richard. We got a lot happening today. But what do we do on this show? We tell the truth. You know why we tell the truth? Because the truth is simply indisputable. Rashad, great to be here. Congratulations on the new show. And I gotta let everybody know that Rashad and I go way back. People still need health care, so I won't stop. People still need criminal justice systems reform throughout this country, so I won't stop. And you won't stop either.